this is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is Thieves Walls Are Thin. I hope you guys are having a lovely, 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 lovely Thursday. Y'all know I say I go through my moments where I am not feeling the topic that I'm supposed to be in. Understand that I pre-research everything. Trust me, I watch a documentary, watch a YouTube video, um, read an article about most of the topics I've seen um, and heard and talked about. Um, and I already told y'all, you know, this week is going to be a little dark. And um, yesterday we talked about this topic dealing with Emmett Till and toxic femininity and how toxic femininity from a Karen has caused the lives of these black men. Um, I am not feeling talking about Barry, Barry Washington. Here's why. It's gloomy, it's raining, it's cold. <laughs> Thursdays are not supposed to be like this because Thursday is pre-Friday and y'all know Thursdays are always lit. Today is not lit for me. It's raining and it's cold and I it took a lot out of me to do Emmett Till. The issue, the thing with Emmett Till's situation is that the thing that bothers me with his situation, we still don't know whether he he whistled at the lady or he said, hey, baby, to the lady or whatever have you. We still don't know, understand, or know what he said to the lady. Um, however, it should not have resulted in a 14-year-old child being murdered. This case was a video. Um, this case, clearly, you see the white man murdering the black man and him and his whore giggling and laughing and thinking it's funny. And in this case, I saw the video. I've seen the video being broken down a thousand times on YouTube. I've seen the video being, I've seen the video being shown everywhere. It's kind of like the George Floyd. It's like, I don't even watch to the end to see him crush George Floyd's neck. I just see, it's just him. When I, I just stop at the part where he's sitting on the sidewalk and the white man comes up to him and that's where I stop. I know what he did to George Floyd. In this case, you see exactly what happened to this young man. Um, granted, he's older than Emmett Till. Emmett Till was 14. This guy was 21. Um, he was an adult. But understand that this case is different because the guy was prosecuted <clears throat> but the reason he was prosecuted because there was videos video evidence that this man had murdered Barry Washington um there was no evidence like that with Emmett Till you know Emmett Till Accusers, which they murdered him, okay? They didn't get prosecuted. They didn't go to jail. It was very clear that these two white, grown-ass, overweight men murdered this child. 
over this whore. I don't care if she was married. She's a whore. Okay, she didn't go to jail and her brother and her husband didn't go to jail for that at all. And that what bothers me with the Emmett Till case. Emmett Till was a child. A Bear Washington was an adult, is, is legally an adult. Granted, your frontal lobes don't develop until you're 24. So he, is, he still got childlike tendencies. Barry Washington case, there was prosecution. Well, I don't think there was prosecution yet, but the man was arrested for what he did to Barry Washington. It's crazy because it goes to show you that back in the day, if they had camera phones and show you the lynchings and the lynch mobs, I don't, I don't know what stopped the lynch mobs. I think the Civil Rights Act stopped the lynch mobs and stuff like that. Um, but they're always private ones and ones you don't catch. But to think <sighs> camera phones would have did Emmett Till a big favor. DNA testing would have did Emmett Till a big favor. The prosecution said they could not identify the young man. They could not identify Emmett Till. Um, and I don't know when they started doing DNA evidence, but DNA evidence would have proven it was Emmett Till. A camera phone showing these men grabbing him and beating him up in a car would have sufficed. Um, a lot of things that we have now, and I'm saying both cases, are disgusting both men both young men i mean emmett till was a child but both young men were murdered for hitting on a white woman but they both were handled differently emmett till's murderers got away with his murder okay they got away with murdering him not only because he was black because he was a child and they murdered a black child and never got prosecuted for that i want to talk a little bit about how that works because it seems like the cases that happen now are far worse than what happened during the civil rights era during um jim crow era but trust me when i say because they didn't have a camera phone and show you how brutal it was back then especially when they enslaved us we assume certain things are more cruel than they were during the jim crow era during the slavery era but trust me when i say we are blessed in more ways than one. So I, I'm going to talk a little bit about why I, I talk a little bit to you about why I was a little bit bothered. Now I'm going to talk to you about a statement that was made and which is what reason why I brought up the fact that Barry Washington's case, you clearly see this man murder this black man in front of a bar. But we still don't know the whole story about Emmett Till. 
And Emmett Till was beaten. Can you imagine being a 14-year-old child being beaten by a grown-ass man for hitting on his toothless wife? So, I want to talk about a statement that was recently made by your own president. And I'm going to tell you why it was a trouble. It was a problem. I recently saw on um, a well-known Instagrammer, he's a podcaster like me, Up in Smoke, or Up in the Smoke, Up in Smoke, something like that. I listen to his podcast too, okay? And what caught me on his podcast when he said that uh, Bobby Brown got to the crack because his mom fried chicken and crack. I was like, he fried chicken and crack. So he thought the powder was fried, was, was Crisco, uh, the breading for the chicken. And he made some chicken and realized it was crack. That's how he got it. <laughs> it's not funny, but you'd be surprised how people get addicted to stuff. Anyway. Um, he posted a video of your favorite president in the world because he was vice president to a black man and he made a black Asian woman his vice president. President Biden said something that troubled me very much so. He said that George Floyd's situation was more impactful than Dr. King because George Floyd's situation was on camera. Okay. Let me educate y'all a little bit. George Floyd, I don't think, was working with Black Lives Matter, doing anything with Black Lives Matter. We can't trust Black Lives Matter like you could trust the NAACP back in the day, like you could trust... um all these um, civil rights groups back during the Jim Crow era, okay? So, no, I don't know if George Floyd marched for anybody, for, for Trayvon Martin, for Mike Brown, for Tamir Rice, for Eric Garner, for Korean Gaines. For Breonna Taylor. For Rakia Boyd. I don't know if he marched for them. But I know for sure that Dr. King. And like I said, I'm going to be honest with you. There's conspiracy theories around these people. So understand. Because don't, you know, don't flood me. Don't come to my dance. It's like, well, there's a conspiracy, honey. I know. But let me address what we see and what we saw. As a group of people, all right? And what I see. Dr. King was fighting for our rights, for our equality. And before he died, he was going to fight for the poor people too, okay? He was murdered doing his job as a civil rights leader, okay? And what he did was impactful. Don't no, you said death. What he did when he was living was impactful. 
Okay. It was like, you know, why can't a black person and a white person sit at a table together? Which that's true. You know, I ain't got no issues with sitting at a table with a white person. So why you got issues sitting at a table with me? And I agree with that. Okay. What Dr. King did when he was alive was impactful. Now, Dizzy Butt Joe, you know better because you were alive back then. You are young 20-something, sir. You know better. You know better for that statement. You know better for saying that. You know better. You wrong. Because... You saw this happen. Now, I guess because you came from privilege, you forgot the impact of Dr. King. But don't take away Dr. King's impact because keep in mind, he has a day, he has history, and what he did while he was alive was the impact. His death had nothing to do with why people were fighting for civil rights. He died for civil rights. That's a huge difference. You want me to tell you the full-blown truth about George Floyd? Y'all got mad at Candace Owen for saying it, but I'll say it again. I say it again just to let you know. George Floyd is just known for getting his ass killed by a police officer. Nothing he has done while he was living was impactful. Okay. I don't recall him fighting for people who died before him. Breonna Taylor died after him, which I'm sorry about the chronological wrongness of that. But I don't recall people saying he was into civil rights. I don't recall people saying that he had was giving his life out there, uh, anything like that. I don't recall that. Now, this is where we did get to conspiracy theory. <coughs> because he might have sacrificed himself to make a point. This is conspiracy. This is hearsay. This is all allegedly. Okay. It has not been proven, but understand that in today's days and age, even though it is shot with a camera phone, it can still be altered. Okay. These kids have directors cut better than the directors in movies these days. Okay. Now, his life. But his living, he may not have been fighting for civil rights. But he might have died or sacrificed himself for a cause. So I'm going to talk about this for a minute. <sighs> Because keep in mind, all this happened while we were in a pandemic, okay? This is the first time our generation has ever been in a pandemic, okay? And all of a sudden, y'all out here marching 
with your mask on. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> the timing of George Floyd was as, it, it was, like I said, y'all don't get mad at me. I'm just calling a spade a spade, okay? Y'all want to act like there is no other things happening and y'all don't think that it's mad weird that we're in a pandemic and people were forced to get out of the pandemic because of George Floyd. That's what caused all the marching was the death of George Floyd. Okay? Everybody start marching <laughs> and, and, and everybody start protesting because of the death of George Floyd in 2020. Now, nobody said anything about Omar Aubrey. I hope I say his name right. Did I say his name right? I'm tripping. Um, if that didn't sound right, nobody said anything about his death, but he died before George Floyd. They brought that out when George Floyd was brought up. George Floyd was worldwide because it was on a camera phone. Somebody caught it. Let's talk about the young lady who caught it got arrested for that. Okay. And like I said, let's be straight up honest. This happened during a whole pandemic that just started. Okay. The first year of our pandemic, let's just say this. was weird never been on a lockdown before never been in a pandemic before our generation now i'm not talking about people who are in other countries if you're in other countries and you experience a pandemic then i'm not talking about you i'm talking about this american ours okay <clears throat> who has been getting vaccinated since the day i was born okay i came into this world Three months hit and been getting vaccinated since that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Um I know not everybody has the privilege of not experiencing a pandemic. This is the first time it's been a worldwide thing that happened to a powerhouse country, which is China. China is one of the most powerful countries right now. It's a powerhouse country. How the hell you get a pandemic? Allegedly. And allegedly, they're saying they started the pandemic. And I'm saying allegedly because we really still don't know. Because an American official said it don't mean it's true. But... We, uh, my market heirs, never experienced a lockdown. Never had the fear of going into the store and catching something. 
Understand, I was a germaphobe before this pandemic. <clears throat> and I will say, the last time I was sick, it was because of, of the smell of monomer. Yes, honey. The stuff they put together with the acrylic, that liquid that they put with the powder and give you a pretty little uh, full set. I got sick because I was inhaling too much of monomer. That's the last time I got sick. So, and the last time I got sick from anything outside myself, which is like a virus. Girl. Was probably 10 years ago. 12, 13 years ago. <laughs> 12 years ago. It was laryngitis. I had a fever. And I was coughing like I am right now. And that's my norm now. Is I get laryngitis every year around the springtime. I don't know what tree blossom, but it does. And it just irritates my whole face. Anyway, this was scary for us, okay? And by the way, today is the first year anniversary of the inauguration of President Biden. So it's crazy for me to go in on what he has to say. But I want to explain what he said. <sighs> Don't be saying something. And let's be honest, this generation, some of y'all, y'all really that stupid. I say some of y'all, not all y'all is stupid. Some of y'all. And y'all say, well, yeah, George Floyd do have a bigger impact. No, he doesn't. It has a, it had a larger impact because it was, it was on the digital screen. But Dr. King sacrificed his life, which people will tell you there's a conspiracy theories about that too. About what Dr. King really was doing. Um, but with George Floyd, he wasn't a civil rights activist. He didn't raise his cheering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna put that out there. Because they saw the video and they didn't even recognize it was their daddy. Not saying that that was okay for him to pass away. It was not okay for him to pass away. But if his job was to call outrage. He did it. Like I said, this is all alleged. This is all conspiracy. Nobody has proof that he died to make y'all get out the house in the midst of a pandemic to protest. Okay. And when I was looking at this, I realized we had the same issue with the whole Emmett Till situation versus the Barry Washington Jr. situation. Barry Washington Jr.'s people are in jail. The man that murdered him, they need to go take his bitch to jail too. So she caused the fight. The man that murdered him got arrested. I'm trying to show you pictures of him because he got his ass beat by, while getting arrested for what he did. Emmett Till, a 14-year-old child, his people never saw a day in jail. 
the people that murdered him. None of them saw a day in jail or was prosecuted. So we have a same issue with George comparing George Floyd to Dr. King because Dr. King stood for something. We don't know what George Floyd stood for. He just died. He was murdered by a cop. But we don't know what he stood for when he was alive. And that's the difference. So for for uh Sleepy Joe. <laughs> to say that George Floyd was a bigger impact than Dr. King. Dude, you old enough to know better to say that. I know you're trying to be cool and hip with this politically correct generation, but you can be wrong and be politically correct. And this is where you're wrong, sir. Dr. King was part of the movement. We don't know what George Floyd was for. We just know that he was murdered by a cop and we all saw, well, I didn't see the whole thing because I didn't need to see that because I was, I was not going to be able to sleep for 30 days. I know what they did to him. I know he was murdered. You ain't got to tell me. The douchebag is in jail. And that's another thing. People still don't know who killed Dr. King. It's the same thing with Dr. King and Emmett Till. People know who killed Emmett Till and they didn't go to jail. People know who killed Dr. King because let's be honest, I went to the Civil Rights Museum in Atlanta. Me and my mom did seven years ago. And I looked at the picture. Y'all know I'm, I'm a severe empath, so I felt the picture. I peeped the picture. And I looked at the picture of Dr. King on that balcony in, what was it, Memphis? Memphis. He clearly saw who shot him. He saw, he saw the gun. He saw the person in the woods waiting to shoot him. Mm-hmm. Which now I just got like a timeline thing. I know y'all remember uh, my friend Martin. Y'all remember my friend Martin. Somehow he messed up the timeline and kept, kept it to where Dr. King didn't do what he was did. And we were treated, people were racist toward us. <clears throat> I just got a scenario with Dr. King where like what would have happened if he didn't die? Because there are still civil rights leaders who are alive. A small percentage of them, but they are still alive. So, um, but I just got in the timeline, like, what, it, what would have happened if he didn't have passed away, like, 
would they still have passed the Civil Rights Act? They passed the Civil Rights Act when he was alive, right? No, I'm sound stupid. They passed the Civil Rights Act in 1964. Dr. King passed away in 1969. Am I not correct? Let it look this up. So I will stop sounding stupid. Yep, a 1964. So there was two civil, it was acts amended, Civil Rights Act of 1957 and Civil Rights Act of 1960. So they amended two Civil Rights Act and then they made the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Okay. But he passed away, if I'm not mistaken, in 1969. He passed away in 1968, April 4th, 1968. So they passed the Civil Rights Act. And then once he got that passed, he moved on and he was going to work for the poor people. Okay. Um, and he was murdered while he was on a trip when he was doing a sermon at a church in Memphis and he was, he was murdered in Memphis, assassinated in Memphis. Anyway, comparing Dr. King to George Floyd is tomatoes. To um, not tomato, tomatoes to potatoes, or let's just say apples to oranges. Okay, somebody who sacrificed their life for the rights of people versus somebody whose life was sacrificed to cause a riot. <laughs> mm hmm are two differences. Okay. So this is why it's problematic to compare George Floyd to Dr. King. Okay. So, I still want to make awareness to the case of Barry Washington Jr. Because they could go to trial and not sentence this douchebag. His bitch need to go to prison too. Not sentence this asshole and do the trial and say he's not guilty. And do and then, and then a woman sit up there and come up with some Me Too shit. So, we, I'm going to still bring awareness to Barry Washington Jr.'s case, but I want to let y'all know that he had a privilege that Emmett Till could really use, which was somebody to catch what had happened. 
So that's, I wanted to start a podcast off with that. You know, it's just trouble when somebody who lived in the era, know what happened in the era, turns around and say, well, George Floyd was more impactful. Okay, but Dr. King sacrificed his life for our race. As for George Floyd, life was just sacrificed. So we're going to talk about Barry Washington Jr. I want to bring awareness to his case. Just to make sure y'all on the people, I don't know what city he's in, but make sure to catch when, because they've been sneaking and getting away with doing trials and y'all haven't noticed. Y'all have not been noticing They've been getting away and sneaking and doing trials and you don't know what's happening and what's going on. So I want to make sure you we still bring awareness to Barry Washington. Granted, net I read the friend article, but still, it needs to be known. <sighs> so... This article is from blackenterprise.com. It was written by Jerusalem Johnson on October 1st, 2021. And it says, Barry Washington killed by a white man after supposedly talking to his girlfriend. In the case that harkens back to Emmett Till's murder on Thursday, a grand jury indicted 27-year-old N. Ian McCrenzy Cranston but a fatal shooting of 22-year-old Barry Cristiano Washington in Bend, Oregon. Okay, so all you guys who are really about the civil rights movement, you made sure you on the law people in Bend, Oregon. Following the indictment, Cranston was arrested on second-degree murder, first and second-degree manslaughter, first-degree assault, and two counts of unlawful use of weapons of the September 19th attack. District Attorney John Hummel said despite the difference in their race, there wasn't enough evidence to determine if the shooting was a hate crime. And see, this is where the justice system becomes trash. It's kind of like... You can only prove this is where they messed up with Trayvon Martin. They 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 prosecuted as a hate crime, and there was no evidence as a hate crime. And so you have a douchebag walking around the world, a murderer walking around the world, because they didn't do a lesser sentence of manslaughter. That matters too, y'all. You have to be careful of what they use if you can't prove first degree murder and you have to have a lot of evidence to prove that it was hate granted this guy was laughing when he murdered him so how can you not prove it was a hate crime our country has a disgraceful history of denigrating prosecuting and lynching black men for talking to white women Homo said. 
Over the last week, hundreds of people called and emailed me to remind me of this history, and I responded to every one of you. Creston rearrested following the indictment came after the community backlash over quickly posting 10% of his $100,000 bail hours after the killing that Sunday. So y'all gave him go oh y'all made a GoFundMe page and gave him <laughs> money to be bailed. This man that murdered this guy for this. Okay. Cranston shot Washington around 12:11 a.m. September 18th. September 19th. I don't know where that eight came from. After leaving the Capitol nightclub in downtown Ben, the Ben Bulletin report. Cranston became upset with Washington after Washington spoke to Cranston's girlfriend. He responded by pulling out a gun and fatally shooting the young man. Hummel said, Washington mother said, thank you. Thank God after learning Cranston rearrested. Know this, justice will be done in this case, he said. This isn't a judgment on Barry, he said. We charge the highest crime there is for this act. Keep in mind they said that because they judged Trayvon Martin and not George Zimmerman during the Trayvon Martin case. It was an intentional act. That's what our theory was. It was a fumble with the gun or accidental discharge of the gun. It wasn't a fumbling with the gun or accidental discharge of the gun. It was an intentional decision by Mr. Cranston to shoot and kill Barry Washington. I want to say this. I don't understand why it's just so hard to prove that somebody did something and, and to prove that it's first degree murder and that it was a hate crime. I don't know why that is so hard to prove, especially with the history of how black people in this country have been treated. But my best guess is, is that the best thing you could do as a person is to try it as the manslaughter since nobody wants to admit that it was a first degree murder. Now let's talk about this. Because <laughs> I spent the first 30 minutes of the podcast explaining to y'all the difference in George Floyd and Dr. King and Emmett Till and Barry Washington Jr. And that both Barry Washington Jr. and George Floyd cases were seen on camera as clear as day. But nobody saw what happened to Emmett Till. And granted, Emmett Till probably isn't the first black child to be murdered or lynched by someone. It's just Emmett Till is a very known case that caused an uprising and civil rights movement. It caused them to march into protest. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, 
I find it to be very disturbing. And like I said, the prosecutor is definitely going to use a Me Too excuse for why Barry Washington Jr. was murdered. Like, how do you know that? Because you, Ninking Poops, have become a group that get offended by small, stupid stuff. Okay? Now, if somebody hit on you and you feel uncomfortable, you tell that person and they keep hitting on you, that's an issue, but it never should result in somebody losing their life. Okay, so y'all need to understand where I stand on this. I'm not okay with any woman, I don't care what her ethnic background is, of being harassed, but it never should result in somebody dying. Okay? And I already know the prosecution is going to use some ninking poop me too bull to defend this woman. Y'all don't have to tell me you are, okay? This the simple thing is just tell him you're you you which granted if you're a racist person. If you're racist, of course you're going to call your boyfriend and cause a bigger problem and make a scene and, and, and make something, make a big deal out of something that's not a big deal. Okay. Clearly this woman wanted to see this poor man get murdered and get hurt. But understand this. If somebody makes you feel uncomfortable and you don't care for them hitting on you, <clears throat> regardless of their race, there's a simple way of doing it without causing somebody to be murdered. But in this case, it wasn't about that. It was more about how dare you approach me, you nigger. That's what this was about. This was about, uh, excuse me? I know his black ass didn't think it was okay to come up to me. <clears throat> I know he didn't think that was okay. How dare he come up to me? How dare he approach me like he's a normal human? He's not a normal human to me. How dare he? Was he wrong for telling her? Because I know the video was shown. <clears throat> and the video basically showed, because the thing was, she didn't show that she was uncomfortable. She kind of laughed at him. And then she caused the fight. She told her boyfriend, he approached me. He didn't say anything inappropriate. He came up to her respectfully, which <laughs> y'all don't want me to talk about how y'all come up to us. But it's, yeah, I'm not going there. Mm -hmm. 
He approached her in a respectful manner. She was the one that started the issue. And we all have been seeing that that as a thing thing, period. Okay. Everybody has seen a Karen make a mountain out of a molehill about something. And it's always because they feel like black people overstep their boundaries. Um, which I thought, I mean, you know, with all the multiracial babies that are born, I did not know there was a rule against black men dating white women. So we still think like that now? We still have this approach of it's not okay? People still think like that? Is Why would you think like that? Because, of course, people are going to hear this podcast and be like, well, you have something against interracial dating? No, my issue is, why would you think it's not okay for him to approach you? My issue is, is it okay for guys to come up to you if they think you're attractive? I'm coming from that angle. If a guy thinks you're attractive and he comes up to you in a respectful way and say, hey, I think you're beautiful. Um, I saw you across the room. I just wanted to know if you're single. I just wanted to know, would you be interested in going out on a date with me? Is that wrong now? Is that just wrong? Because a lot of y'all sit up here and y'all make posts and use big political words to explain I don't have to want you or some stupid goofy shit like that. But is it okay for a guy to come up to you and tell you that he thinks you're beautiful? Is it okay for a guy to compliment you? I know somebody came up to me and told me I was beautiful and they made my day and I was having a bad day. Is it okay for a guy to come up to you and say you're beautiful no matter your race, your nationality, your ethnicity? Is that okay? Or is that offensive? And there's a video showing him talking to her. He wasn't gyrating on her. He wasn't aggressive. He wasn't, hey, yo, bitch. Hey, bitch. He wasn't like that. He wasn't aggressive. Nothing like that. He was kind and respectful. It was unnecessary to kill him. And even if he was disrespectful, it still was not necessary to have such force upon him. You know, but if he was disrespectful, just walk away. You don't always have to fight someone. You don't always have to kill someone to make a point. Great, I was plotting to jump Dorkin somewhere six months ago, but we ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> It was a plot, but in the end, I realized it was stupid and it was not worth me going to jail over. I'm too cute to be in a prison suit, okay? 
and I'm too beautiful to be eating cookies behind bars. All right. So it's disgusting how this twat handled this situation. Okay. She didn't have to tell her boyfriend. <clears throat> and even if you tell your boyfriend, you should want a reaction to where you murder someone in broad daylight. Okay. And then the reaction was just very, it was very boiling. It was a psychopath move. But like I said, she was offended because she did not see Barry Washington Jr. as a person that equated to her. She saw him as a lesser than. And so she was offended that someone black thought they had a chance with her. And she told her trifling boyfriend. And he took it, he took the law in his hands and murdered this poor man. Since the theme of this is not only racism and what bills need to be passed and why the Emmett Till anti-lynching law should be passed. Um... Because of situations like this, I want to also talk about the toxic femininity in this. And I want to talk about how you guys have been using the Me Too movement to discriminate against black men. Because the first people to be prosecuted when women are fighting for their rights for some strange reason is black men. Oh, y'all didn't know I was going to do that, right? You know, black men make less than white women. So, I mean, if you're more privileged than a black man, why would you feel the need to ruin his life? And I'm not one of them sisters that always defend black men when they're wrong. When they're wrong, I, I, I hand their ass to them too. Okay. But the first people that was prosecuted and put to jail for this Me Too movement were black men. It was Bill Cosby and R. Kelly. Now, the only reason y'all care about the whole R. Kelly situation is because there were white boys involved. The only reason y'all care about the Bill Cosby situation is because it was a white woman involved. Now, the black women who were sexually assaulted, sexually abused uh, by Aura Kelly. Let's, let's just be honest, because we're going to break this down next week. There, there was investigation of R. Kelly and, and, and what do they call it? Is it pedophilia? A long time ago, okay? 
I'm not going to break it down today, but it was 19 years ago when R. Kelly was under investigation for child pornography, if I'm not mistaken. And now he's in prison. It took him to 2020 to be in prison for something. But you see, the child in the video was black. It didn't become a big deal when they realized white boys were involved. Say I'm racist, I don't care. It's a fact. If you want to get a black man in trouble for committing a crime against anybody, it's going to always be a black, a, a white person. They, they, they indefinitely will be prosecuted to the nth power for doing anything to white people, whether it's true or not. But you do it to a little black girl, it's like, oh, we give them 15 years. We give them about 10 years, you know? Yeah. But you add some little white boys in it, and it's like, girl, he guilty. This man been guilty, and he's been doing this for 30 years, okay? Same thing with Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby was doing it <laughs> since the 1960s. And then all of a sudden, the Me Too move started. And y'all first were on uh, Weinstein's butt, which, by the way, <coughs> has Weinstein seen the inside of a prison? Or he's still out or acting like he's sick and diabetic and stuff? Mm-hmm. Is he still sick? What about Kevin Spacey? And he came off as weird and pedophilic. Y'all seen the movie American, what was it American Pie or American Girl? Not American Pie, American Girl. Something like that. Where he, he wanted to be with his daughter's friend, best friend. Kevin Spacey has always been weird. But the first people they came after were Bill Cosby, <clears throat> which his case is like 50, 60 years old. It's like, why now? He's old. And R. Kelly, which is a 30-year thing. I mean, <laughs> he was with Aaliyah for crying out loud. And not grown Aaliyah. Baby Aaliyah. So my question is for the day. With toxic femininity. Why is it easier to prosecute 
people who are less privileged than you. But you can't prosecute the actual people who are oppressing you. Well, because you know the person that isn't oppressing you and are less privileged have a better chance at actually going to jail and getting in trouble. As for someone who is privileged and above you, which are white men, there's nothing you can do about it. With that being said, I'm happy that they indicted the guy in Barry Washington Jr., but I suggest anybody, if you're part of the civil rights movement, any civil rights movement, any, keep your hand on the pulse of Bent Oregon, and you make sure they prosecute this man to the nth power. With that being said, this took a lot of energy out of me. A lot. So next week, we'll be talking about Ara Kelly. How a genius became trash. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is These Walls Are Thin. Everybody find out that you're racist. Did y'all see my post where I posted about, oh, what's her name? Jenny being racist. There was something about her. I already knew that she was. I mean, for her to think it was okay to yell and to raise her voice at a black woman, that, that gave it away because I'm used to that. It's like she had so much anger toward Mary Cosby. And it's like, why are you so mad? You're privileged. And then now it comes up that she is that way. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Next week is going to all be the Ara Kelly trial. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about first the sex tape that got him in trouble. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am like so outie.